Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. Andrew with you here once again. We're kicking off our Art Sticks Boulder Featured Artist Series. And today we're dialing in Erica Van Dorn from Fort Collins, Colorado. Erica, thank you so much for joining Art Sticks and uh, taking some time for us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, nice, right. Uh, so, Erica, um, how did you learn about Art Sticks Boulder? I mean, you, you know, before we started rolling here, you said you just moved up to uh, Fort Collins from Austin. So we can get into that a little bit. But, you know, um, moving to Colorado, how did you get involved with the community here, the art community? Yeah, um, it has been a lot of research and digging, but thankfully it wasn't too hard to find out about Art Sticks. Um, after a visit to Boulder, I was able to locate one of their awesome vending machines and then easily pull them up on Instagram. Gabe, yeah, it was it was pretty, pretty simple. They're, they're a cool organization. So when it came to like applying and, and doing your design, what were you trying to what were you trying to capture? Yeah, so um, focusing on the topic art as resistance, um, rather than going after a like very very giant I, 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 um, I, I idea about um, attacking either social classes or uh, or uh, monetary gains and things like that, um, I choose to look more internally at some of the battles that we face in our own lives through either mental health or kind of emotional stability, especially in the last three years. Nice. So how did you like pour that kind of inspiration into a sticker design? Yeah. Um, so I ended up going through a metaphorical narrative by using small prey animals um, as a way of symbolizing ourselves. But many of these animals actually act as as predators, as, as aggressors, um, because how many times have you just felt like the entire world was against you, that you have absolutely no power in things and your reaction is to fight back. Right. Nice. Um, so you're not just designing those stickers, obviously, like we're psyched about stickers here at stickers on the mic, but you have, uh, cover a pretty large range of art on your portfolio, there's murals, there's light dynamic paintings, illustrations, and graphic designs. What are you doing uh, most of right now? And I mean, I want to touch on all those things, especially this light dynamic thing is very interesting. Um, but, you know, what are you working on most of all these days? I mean, I see some stuff behind you, but what's like the current work you're, you're into? Um, as much as possible, I love getting my hands on a wall to paint a mural. There's just something so invigorating about using your whole body and your whole self to really put together a piece that more than likely gets to be viewed by people outside of a gallery set, set, set setting. So anytime I, I have an opportunity to splash some paint on a wall, I'm all over it. But COVID has certainly led me to doing more um, smaller, easier to personally manage work, such as illustrations and things. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, of course, working on the light dynamic paintings, uh, paintings that are uh, especially designed to react under LED lights in this mm. animated, um, really hypnotizing tra tra transition uh, that is 
a body of work that I started in 2019 um, and have been slowly building out more as as opportunities arise. Um, In 2020, I actually just finished a 40 foot long uh, light dynamic mural in Houston, Texas at Seismic. Yeah, this is, is this the Europa one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is 40 by 17 by six. And there's a video, folks, this is really hard to sort of like talk about. (laughs) It's the classic like Frank Zappa, like writing about music is like dancing about architecture. We're talking about like an interactive light responsive thing. And there's a video on on, um, Erica's site and that's A-E-R-I-C-A-Dash raven.com you can find all this stuff on there folks obviously there'll be a link in the episode etc but um this video is really cool (laughs) like you said it's very hypnotic it's hard to talk about but what's the creative process of putting something like that together because not only is this a large space but then you have to figure out how where different eye levels are going to be and lighting constellations and flow through the space and sort of perspective for your viewer how do you how do you sort of create that whole narrative like you were saying very very carefully um so these these pieces are 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 very challenging because essentially um rather than just focusing on one composition it's actually two paintings on top of each other so so the work really really begins by trying to find two 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 compositions that not only work together but but talk and and communicate and flow and that is really where where a lot of it begins between sketches and then throwing it into photo into photoshop and, and overlaying and trying to find that um that kind of mo- movement that really really speaks uh, then after that, it's it, it's a few test set studies, making sure, sure, sure that everything fits fine, um, and then it's onto the wall. Starting first with that with that magenta layer, just working totally in just normal casual light, and when it's time to move on to the the second layer, the cyan, I actually work either under red light or using red tinted gla- gla- glasses uh, because of. Because of the way, because of the way that this process works, um, it actually makes the magenta layer appear invisible while I work, and that's kind of <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> that's the uh, otherwise it would be ridiculous, like trying to paint another painting on top of a pa- pa- painting. Yeah, it's um, like a whole meditation we could like it's make really, invisible it's art. Really, kind of makes my head hurt a little bit, just like that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I I really really love talking about about these pieces, especially whenever um, people are able to see because there really isn't anything terribly special about it. It's just using the light that already exists in our world. Like mm. say, uh, say for, for, say for example, if you're wearing a red hoodie and you're standing, uh, um, standing up against a white wall, if we shine red light on you, you're the wall and your hoodie are going to look exactly the same. Mm. If you shine blue light, light on you, your hoodie is actually going to look black because that red not having any blue light to bounce back absorbs it and appears black. And that's what this whole uh, light dynamic mural is based off of using the, the amazing illusion that already exists in our day-to-day life and just capitalizing on it. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, yeah. And then as far as murals, these, but then you have some more traditional painting ones and looks like you've done some stuff in some pet, pet related, you know, you got cats, you got dogs, you got a cool thing at Punchbowl Social, which is, you know, a venue people probably have maybe heard of. Um, but then, you know, from children's hospitals to people's rooms, uh, there's a fair amount of range, huh? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been painting murals for about 10 years now. Um, and the goal is always to bring art where anyone wants it. Um, mm. it it's only been been in 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 recent years that I've been coming more in, into my own voice mm. and finding my own uh, my own clients. But I mean, really, if if, if either a um, if an animal shelter or a hospital or heck, just an eight year old kid's bed bedroom comes to me, like you can't not jazz that add up. I'm I'm always excited to to bring to bring some light in. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, we we did some fun like paintings on wall paintings in our kid, my wife mountains and our kids room and stuff anyway it's yeah no it, it, it's about phone it. you know you can always paint over it right like exactly. i mean that's the, like that's not insane. to diminish what you're doing but like especially no, no. with the public art like you some and we, we've interviewed we have some really awesome muralists like yourself of, in our customer base and you know you have to also understand that it's like an impermanent thing too right like mm-hmm. and urban art especially in, in urban spaces is always under those are contested spaces, right? Like yeah. you could commission this $10,000 beautiful mural, but if someone wants to come over and start painting over with their own thing, what are you going to do? Exactly. Right? Um, yeah. So that, that is uh, interesting, but also sad too. Um, but yeah, we, uh, I'm a, I love mural art. Um, but yeah, so then there's your other work, you know, um, illustrations, graphic design, how to like, as far as your creative process, which is kind of where we can start winding this down a little bit, you know, what does it look like for you to create? Um, so I feel like a lot of my I work began um, whenever whenever I, I, I was in high school um, and I was able to get involved with the with the city of Wichita's theater pro- pro- program. So 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 because of like you said, um, I've gotten very used to the idea of the impermanence of art as well as art serving a, a purpose uh, for for in theater. Um, art isn't just existing to, to be viewed. It's, it's, it's complementing a story. It's, it, it's, it's serving a space. It isn't just about one per- person's voice, but how it's actually connecting with, with, with others in order to create a full vision. Um, and because of that, I always approach any project, whether it's graphic design or illustration or something of my own design as what is the story and what am I trying to say and how is it benefiting everything else around, um, <laughs> which can be a little intense whenever it comes to like a graphic design for, for a, for a, a news pamphlet, but it's really important to me that the work has meaning, that it has a purpose. So, um, you know, what does your day look like for, for being a creative, you know, like what, what, what is your, your, your patterns? What are you, how do you move about your space and create? Um, I usually spend at least half the week looking for grant opportunities, uh, uh, calls for, for proposals as well as just any uh, opportunity to expand an audience. Um, and after finishing writing way too many essays and cover letters and things I, I try and calm, calm down and put focus on on my personal work which uh, lately has been focusing on 
um, light dynamic paintings where actually um, I am curating an exhibit in August here in Austin uh, called called Lumens, which will be focusing primarily on the intersection of art and science and a focus for light. Mm. So along with along with my pieces, we'll also have plasma art and Tesla coils and other LED light lights and things. Uh, so in the meantime, in those uh, few months in between now, now and then I need to make some more work. <laughs> nice. Um, well, very cool. Uh, thank you so much for submitting, of course, to to art sticks uh we're looking forward to getting those out into the world here you know this month really uh, yeah which is very exciting um and you and all your artist friends will hopefully have a, a piece on the world right that's what's fun about yeah. um, those vending no, machines awesome. like you mentioned like i don't know i love them they're that's great. awesome <laughs> people get to get a little sticker here or there um well thank you for joining us thank you for your uh, putting work out into the world and uh best of luck uh this year with all these cool projects that you got on the, on the, you know, on the stove. Right. So yeah. <laughs> best of luck. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, we're going to keep this rolling with more amazing artists who are putting out uh, work into the world. And uh, thank you very much to Erica Van Dorn uh, dialing in from Fort Collins, Colorado and uh, welcome to Colorado and uh, welcome to the art sticks sticker giant uh, family. Yeah. Glad to be here. All right, everybody else, have a good one. Uh, like we say on the show, every sticker has a story. Today's story uh, is coming to us from Art Sticks and Erica Van Dorn, and those stickers will be out in the world uh, for people to enjoy very shortly. So thank you, Erica, and thank you, everybody. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.